God's asked me to bring this message, Overcoming Strongholds, um, because he wants to smash some in my own mind and my own life. So I'm really, uh, I've been researching this for a couple of months now, and it's, it's a big subject. I've taken a lot of material from John Paul Jones, uh, no, John Paul Jackson, and, um, and I've just been, I've been amazed at what, at, at some of the keys that he's, he's just showing, how it all weaves together with, with these frameworks. Like, for years when I became a Christian, I thought, I heard this word stronghold, and I just didn't know what it meant. And so, um, in short, a stronghold is a framework in our mind a that, the, that they're, they're our buttons that people push. So a stronghold is a button. Don't push my button, you know what you hear that saying? And um, so this is just a few tips on like how to identify them, what they are, and how, how to win the battle against them in our minds, because that's where it all happens. So the Lord wants us to be free from the things that hold us back, and destroy our relationships. Strongholds are a major strategy of Satan's kingdom and his work around the world and in our lives. And everybody has them. Strongholds are ingrained patterns of thinking which trigger emotional and spiritual cycles. When you find you're saying the same things, often... E.g., you know, they're the buttons that are getting pressed. Um, that's often a stronghold at work. Like, everything's always my fault. I'm so dumb. This always happens to me. I'll never be good enough. I can never do anything right. Those are just a few of my personal ones. They disrupt communication and they damage relationships. Whenever you're feeling like you're hitting a glass wall when you're talking to somebody and you just can't get through, that's you're probably dealing with a stronghold. Sometimes someone says, like, for example, can you leave me alone for a while, please? But the other person hears, stand and argue. When a simple question is asked requiring a yes or no, but, but a, big, a big rant comes out instead. And, and then the, the cycle, the mental cycle of thoughts and emotions and everything starts unravelling. And it happens over and over again. So you can tell the strongholds because they happen over and over again. And you think, oh, I hate, I hate it when this is this. Why do I have to always go down this track? Why can't I just not do that? But it's basically impossible to just stop it there. It has to be pulled out at the root. So more serious strongholds develop from unhealed trauma and can be triggered by sounds, smells and certain things which were present at the time of the trauma. These familiar sounds and smells can trigger a nasty downward spiritual and emotional spiral. 
which lead to medicating negatively with drugs, alcohol, self-harm or immorality. Or depression, suicide or violence. You get the picture. Derek Prince said, If we are in the kingdom of God, we are automatically at war with the kingdom of Satan. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, authorities, and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. So, Philippians 2.12 tells us, when we get saved, we then have only just begun the work of getting to heaven. We must work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So when we get saved, we have not arrived. We have arrived at the starting line. Um, Part of working out our salvation with fear and trembling is overcoming the darkness in our minds, which spills out into our lives. We must overcome. Depression, addictions, unforgiveness, curses, and dysfunctional behaviours. Revelation 2.7. These are the promises to him or her who overcomes. I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So what happens to those who don't overcome? He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. He who overcomes, that's Revelation 2.11, he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. But I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Revelation 3.5. That shows us that our names can be blotted out from the book of life. So that's the importance of overcoming. What is a stronghold? So it took me a long time to fully understand and really, really learn all the different faces of strongholds because there are many. I really wanted to understand it because it's critical. Um, And I, I don't speak so much on overcoming them, but I will give you the keys and you need to listen um, because I've given them all before in word-based prayer, my message called word-based prayer and following Jesus wholeheartedly. We, um, okay, a mental stronghold is a defensive structure or pattern of thinking, a framework of arguments and opinions, sometimes including lies and false beliefs. Our enemy, Satan, uses them to gain a foothold, which then turns into a stronghold if it goes unchallenged. So, if anyone wants these notes, you can just ask me later and I'll email them to you. Jesus said, the, now this is interesting, the evil one is coming and I have nothing in common with him. Thank God for that. That means he has no power over me. John 14, 30. So, 
our job as working out our salvation with fear and trembling is the process of getting rid of the darkness in our minds and our lives or anything that we have in common with Satan and his kingdom. Otherwise, he's got something in common with us and he has power over us. Strongholds are a foothold or a place of access, a common ground that we have with Satan while grieving the Holy Spirit. A habit of justification behind every addiction, compulsion or fear. The enemy wants to take historical issues in our lives to distort present issues. So they're a lens, a filter that we see things through that isn't quite right. They strongholds perpetuate cycles in our lives. Two-year cycles, three-year cycles, or a yearly cycle. Evidence a stronghold exists in our lives is the presence of cycles that aren't nice. Until a stronghold is pulled down, we will go through that cycle over and over again. They're not demonic. You can't cast them out. But they can give legal right to the demonic. And they usually do. Because they've usually been around for a long time. And if you don't deal with anything quick, that, that's a legal right for the, for the devil to come in and bring a, a dirty spirit. They are major drivers in OCD behaviours. And also mental illnesses like bipolar and schizophrenia. They weaken our body and they make us vulnerable to diseases because of unforgiveness and bitterness and, thing, and, and anger and stuff like that. Our bodies aren't made to carry those negative emotions. They keep us from accepting what Christ has made us to be and they keep us from fulfilling our personal destinies in God. Ungodly strongholds are barriers that separate us from God. Now, there, there are good, good strongholds. The Lord is our stronghold, which is a fortress in times of trouble. He is our fortress in times of trouble. So um, that's basically one of the main things that we re- need to remember, that God is our stronghold in times of trouble. John Paul Jackson said... You can tell a stronghold is an operation because you're going into a downward spiral. Fifteen minutes after you started entertaining bad thoughts, usually the same ones that you've been listening to for years, you're in a worse state than you were 15 minutes before. Then an hour later, you're in an even worse state than you were an hour before that. And another thing I noticed is that by the time I come out the end of one of those, I can't even remember what I was really angry about. (laughs) A stronghold of the mind is a lie that Satan has established in our thinking that we count as true, but it is a false belief. When we embrace these lies, they affect our attitudes, emotions and behaviours. It's something the devil uses to stop us from seeing the truth. Mental arguments... Elusive attitudes, they justify us feeling the way we feel, and they make us defensive. This is where gang 
mentality comes through. Group think or mob mentality is what enables gangs to operate, as well as obviously the roots in rejection and abuse and, and the need for brotherhood and acceptance. But once all those things get, get going, the uh, mob mentality um, takes over and it's a stronghold. Individually, they wouldn't do what they do, but the stronghold or groupthink becomes the slave driver of the person. Um, you know, with lies like, if I don't do it, they're going to kill me. And it might not be lies either. News broadcasts, misrepresentations, distortions of the truth. The end justifies the means. They report attitudes and beliefs that fit their certain line of thinking, their globalist agenda. Strongholds form attitudes that keep us from recognising God's will. This is super dangerous. They stunt our spiritual faith and growth and keep us spiritually immature. They darken our minds and imprison our spirit. They stop us progressing forward in our lives. Strongholds keep people from having a heart to work. They disguise cycles of behaviour so we don't even recognise our mistakes and cycles of failure because our perception has become so darkened. They promote victim mentality. Or me. Strongholds produce distorted or partial obedience to God's direction. They create anxiety, depression and jealousy. They steal love, joy, acceptance and well-being. They give begrudging love at best. They keep us from forgiving others. They can only be killed at the root. By coming out of agreement with them, and I would even say, but because I, I um, ask forgiveness as a lifestyle, because it takes legal ground away from the enemy, I would say, first of all, as soon as I identify a, uh, a trigger or the, the, the key thing that's going to trigger my stronghold being triggered, I would say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for this stronghold. I come out of agreement with it right now. Come out of agreement with it and speak the word of God out loud to that thing and dismantle it. And then ask the Holy Spirit to totally tear them down. One by one. It's hard work. This is working out our salvation with fear and trembling. They cannot be removed by simply addressing the manifestation. Demons like certain environments, just like cancer likes a certain environment. Cancer likes an acidic environment, um, which is, you know, too much meat, bread, cheese, all that stuff. If we just eat stress, yep. If we just eat more veggies and good, good food and low carbs, then we will have an alkaline environment in our body and it will be resistant to cancer and it will help our healing process. Demons are like that. They like certain environments. Strongholds is one of their favourite environments. 
to oppress us, to offend us. There can be no offence without a stronghold being there. To the degree of the emotion in our offence is the degree the stronghold is rooted in our mind. You see, I've often been aware of a ferocious reaction, emotional reaction to something that Ray will do, just a not even very bad at all, but it's triggered a stronghold. And 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 he's going, You're overreacting, you're overreacting. And I'm like, Fire, I can't even express how bad I'm feeling right now. I'm not overreacting at all. <laughs> like I, I actually can't even get it all out. <laughs> but that is a stronghold. Unity is the result of of strongholds being pulled down. Strongholds distort the offence to be larger and more painful than it was to keep us from forgiving others and are the major cause of conflict in marriages and church splits. With no strongholds, there is no division. Where there is no unity, the people have not pulled down their strongholds. But we must want to pull down our strongholds to be free. Ephesians 4, 17 and 18, and then 26 to 27 says, You must no longer live as the Gentiles do. Gentiles are people who aren't aren't Jews, but that's, that's basically us. In the futility of their thinking, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. In your anger, do not sin. And do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Anger is the fruit of a stronghold. When someone says that something... When someone says something that disagrees with our stronghold, to the depth of our anger, that is the depth of our stronghold. Judgments against people or things, inner vows we make when something awful happens, and soul ties also form, ungodly soul ties that is, can also form strongholds of thinking. So, the giants that we don't conquer are passed down to our children. These generational cycles cause ingrained patterns of thinking and in, in these directions. I inherited generational spirits of rejection, alcoholism, unbelief, hatred against men, bitterness and unforgiveness, stubbornness, Overwhelm and burnout and confusion. As soon as Ray makes a mistake or annoys me, instead of giving grace, I do give grace quite a lot, but <laughs> when I don't, <laughs> I entertained ugly thoughts about him, whether true or not. Because of a generational stronghold of hatred towards men coming down my family line, 
the cycle of bad thoughts quickly destroyed my mood and I'd start picking on her. This led to a spirit of hatred against men having a legal right to affect me. So how do we deal with strongholds? 2 Corinthians 10, 3-6 For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. So there is a condition on that. John Paul Jackson said, To the degree we are obedient, God will act to destroy what is trying to destroy us. If we are not obedient and we are not trying to pull down strongholds in our lives, God cannot act. Obey in all areas of our lives and God will act on our behalf and tear down that which seeks to destroy us. And I believe that a lack of obedience in some areas to what God is saying deal with is a major hindrance to people receiving physical and mental healing. Strongholds keep us from being obedient because we misperceive it. So God, whatever God's trying to say to us, we misperceive it. We don't quite get it. So God can't act. When we hear God tell us to do something, we mistake it to be the enemy and not God because we've lost our sensitivity to the Holy Spirit or the other way around. It's actually Satan speaking and we think it's God. Take our thoughts captive. How we treat a prisoner of war, don't let them go because they will harm us. Capture each triggering thought and ask the Holy Spirit to tear it down out of our mind and then speak and declare the scripture that destroys it. Lie by lie. Stronghold by stronghold. Button by button. Trigger by trigger. We actually don't really have any excuse for being triggered. Um, Yes, it's a journey and a process, but us as Christians, we have to sort of get out of the habit of, oh, um, you know, it triggered me, I'm triggered. And and using and embracing that terminology that belongs in the world. They must be captured and pulled down by the Holy Spirit. And the word of God spoken out of our lips, out loud. This takes work and effort to find the relative scriptures to deal with each issue. And learn it so that it drops from our head to our heart to our full identity. And then we can rip it out any time we want without having to be at home looking at the wall where that scripture is written then we become the sword and then our struggles get less and less and less as we deal, as we work through our stuff and we get freer and freer and the chains break off 
And we actually are then free to do what the Lord has asked us to do and to receive our healing and to help others. Jesus did his part. Now we have to do ours. For who the Son sets free is free indeed. John 8.36 But the Lord is our godly stronghold. John 3.16 There's heaps of scriptures in the Bible, guys, about the Lord is our strong tower, our fortress, our stronghold, our help in times of trouble. So go hard and, and check all those out. The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth tremble, but the Lord is a refuge for his people and a stronghold to the sons of Israel. And I love that. It's in my spirit because like sometimes I'm not, I don't, if I'm not coping and I'm just not coping and I just can't even find the right words, sometimes I just go, God cover me, God cover me, God help me, God help me. And then I run into his presence and I run into his castle, into his stronghold and his fortress. And that's where I find rest and help. And that's where, where my help comes from. So that is choosing to eat from the tree of life rather than going back and eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is the world, which is the flesh, which is where we've come from, which has helped get us in the messes we got into, and it doesn't work. We need Jesus. Salvation means deliverance from the molestation of enemies. Sotereya. This is in the here and now, and it's also for all eternity. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 But God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. John 3.16 To all who received him, he gave them the right to be sons of God, uh, to be children of God, and to those who believe in his name are the children of God. John 1.12 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6.23 That is the gospel. That is why we need Jesus. That is why he came and died for us and rose again on the third day to life and made a way for us. If anyone doesn't know Jesus here today or has surrendered to him and has Jesus Christ as his and knows Jesus is their Lord and Saviour. You need to know him today. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Let's pray. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, we pray that your people take this word today and me, that I take this word today and apply it to our lives. We ask forgiveness for allowing strongholds to grow in our minds in Jesus' name. We invite you, Lord, to sweep our house clean by the power of the Holy Spirit, by demolishing our strongholds. Lord, search our hearts and lead us in the way everlasting. Search us and see if there is anything in us 
that resists your will, that distorts our perception and keeps us from being obedient to you. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to reveal these things to us and give us the courage to resist these matters, even if we've made friends with them. We will pull them down. They, we will come out of agreement with them and we will pull them down with the uncorruptible word of God. They will have no place in our hearts or minds anymore. We want your perfect will. We have a purpose to accomplish and we will not allow these strongholds working in us to prevent us from fulfilling our, your will for our lives. These strongholds must come down. Even over the next week, we will pull them down as you show them to us in Jesus' name. So the current cool word that the world is using is circuit breaker. It's all over the news and all that jazz. I don't want to use it because it's already been used by the world. But really, we need your help now, Lord, as the Holy Spirit is the one and true circuit breaker in the, in the um, tearing down of strongholds. So, Father, help us to not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds in Jesus' name. Thank you. Let's stand.